Hey, what's going on? It's Stokely from Sauce on Delay. Um, recently, in the news, there's been a um, a recall on uh, dry shampoo. Now, I was never really um, I was never really uh, I'm not informed much about how dry shampoo works. Hope this new um, updated anchor doesn't crash when I when I when I when I open other apps. Um, so um, yeah, dry shampoo is, is exactly what it um, what it sounds like. It's basically a powder. You put it in your hair, and it uh, prevents you from having to um, use any water. Um, to get, I guess, your hair clean, but I, I don't really f- understand how it works. Um, I guess their premise is that the oils in your hair are going to be absorbed, um, but in, you know, the way how wet, I, I understand how wet shampoo works. Wet shampoo has what's called surfactants, which is in every um, soap you know, soap is basically a surfactant, what, and, and that's what makes bubbles. So when 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 you um, when you wash your hand with soap, <clears throat> it's a surfactant, meaning that it makes the surface tension of the water, it like it, inc- it basically increases the surface tension of the water, from my understanding. So increasing the surface tension of the water allows bubbles to form, and when these bubbles form, um, uh, supposedly what they do. Um, they lift off the dirt. They lift off the the soil. You know, they make um, they make kind of. I don't really know. I I guess they allow the, the the molecules to chain together, and when the molecules chain together, they can make um, large. Um, they can expand, and and they'll stay linked, and and they'll expand, and they'll push things out, and they you know take things away. You know, they make the surface more slippery and less, uh, which is strange that it binds. But it's, the water is just going to bind to each other. It's not going to bind to you or another solid or whatever the case may be. So anyhow, the surfactants, I might describe it poorly, but the surfactants are what make shampoo and soap work. Um, so uh, Shampoo supposedly uh, is not as uh, harsh I mean, actually, it's, it's, two, it's more than one thing. There's a base and a surfactant. That's how I understand it. So the base kind of breaks the bonds of the dirt somewhat, you know, and then the surfactant takes it away. So, you know, I don't know. That's that's how I understand it. And you can correct me if I'm wrong. But anyhow, that's, that's how shampoo works and that's how soap works but soap and shampoo you need water to use either one of those okay so it says let's see here i'm gonna read this cbs news article it says cbs news dry shampoos containing benzene remain on store shelves study finds dry shampoos used as a quick fix between washes are an increasing health concern with more of the aerosol spray-on products found to be tainted with cancer-causing chemical, according to findings released on Tuesday. Okay, so these dry shampoos aren't powdered. 
these sh dry shampoos supposedly are aerosols so you're spraying them onto your hair um, it, uh, so it's uh, it's not really totally dry then because for it to spray it has to be in a liquid form but the liquid you know um, part of it evaporates that's why you have alcohol so they're saying that, that benzene uh, cans are causing chemical it's gonna go on and say benzene okay so benzene is an alcohol so you know when you when you use these products the benzene evaporates the benzene keep what what whatever the components are in a liquid liquidous kind of form in the uh, spray can in the in the aerosol spray can and then when the uh, when you spray it into the atmosphere the benzene evaporates rapidly because it's volatile um, Okay, let's let's continue. Benzene, the contaminant behind nationwide recalls of dry shampoos by Unilever and Procter and Gamble, is also showing up in products that remain on store shelves. That includes popular spray-on shampoos, include including Church and Dwight's, Batiste, and Demert brands. Not your mother's. The new study found. Now, from my understanding, Church and Dwight is the company that owns um, Arm and Hammer big pens and stuff like that they make a lot of different things they make also i think trojan condoms or one of those companies new haven connecticut they new haven new haven based connecticut valisure tested 148 batches from 34 brands of spray-on dry shampoo and found benzene in 70 percent the laboratory stated tuesday in a news release 30% had no detectable amount of benzene, so it can be made cleanly. So they're saying they don't have to use benzene, they can use other ingredients um, uh, to, 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 to make dry shampoo or aerosol. David Light, CEO of the Independent Lab, told CBS Money Watch on Tuesday, there is, there's definitely a higher risk right now with propellant-based aerosol sprays. So propellant is like, you can light it on fire. Uh, said Light, whose company last year first alerted the Food and Drug Administration to its findings of benzene in a spray, in spray sunscreens, antiperspirants, and hand sanitizers. Now, I don't think anybody should be using antiperspirant at all. And I had an uh, episode on... Um, Deodorant and antiperspirant. Deodorant and antiperspirant are not created equal. Um, deodorant just kills the bacteria under your arm. Antiperspirants kind of um, interfere with the uh, the ducts of your sweat glands in your underarm. Um, so deodorant just kills the germs, but antiperspirant um, it, it kind of interacts and interferes with the the glands in your body. So antiperspirants. You know, some people were associating uh, deodorant with cancer, but it's not really that. It's really the antiperspirants that should have been blamed mostly, uh, if if at all, for, for causing cancer. Okay, continuing. Petition seeks recall. Valisure on Monday filed a petition with the FDA requesting that the products found to be contaminated with benzene be recalled. Exposure benzene can result in cancers including leukemia and cancer of the bone marrow as well as life-threatening blood disorders health officials say spray from one can of not your mother's beach babe 
dry shampoo contain 158 parts per million of benzene, while a can of Batiste Bare Dry Shampoo held 15 parts per million of the chemical, according to Valistria's findings. Inhaling benzene at levels of 0.4 parts per billion frequently over a lifetime might cause an additional cancer per 100,000 people, according to the EPA. So what does that say? That says that one of the... They tested one that has 15 parts per million, right? So 0.4 parts per billion is like... Okay, out of the 15 parts. Um, so that's 4 times 15. That's 60 times. So it has 60 times the amount that's proven to cause cancer in um, one out of 100,000 people. So, you know, it's it's, uh, 60 times. So you would have to divide that 60 into 100,000 and this person would have to um, use this product over a lifetime. We're not going to use this probably in our formative years unless our parents use it around us and then we grow up and use it or we start using it in our 20s and then we use it in our 30s. I mean, you know, probably around my age, probably your 40s, you're not really so crazy. Well, I'm still, you're not so crazy about the aesthetics, hopefully, you know, your hair starts turning gray, you're not really going crazy about it, but I I remember that Maybelline or that Revlon commercial when the lady says, uh, they say at a certain age, you stop caring anymore. I wonder what age that is, and she was looking amazing, so (laughs) maybe some of us are still using dangerous hairsprays. Um, you know, from um, from from when we start caring about what we look like, all the way up till the, you know the end. So it is rel- it's potentially dangerous. You don't want to be one that one of a hundred thousand person, but it's 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 actually more likely. Um, no, wait a minute. It's 0.4 parts per billion, and these units contain point. These units contain 15 parts per million. So actually. 60 times a thousand it's about 60,000 times the the one that only has 15 parts per million has 60,000 times the potency that's necessary to cause um uh, uh cause um cause uh cancer in 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 in, in 100,000 people so 60,000 into 100,000 it only goes into it once so you know you you're going to you're going to yeah 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 your your chances of uh, um being affected health wise by it is 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 dangerous it's, it's significant so then it says Batiste maker church and Dwight declined to say whether they had any plans for a recall with a spokesperson for the Ewing New Jersey based company stating in an email that the company would evaluate the report at the center of the claims. So instead of evaluating their product, they're going to evaluate the report. You know, so, but, you know, um, like I said in my, uh, in in multiple posts, the FDA doesn't regulate, um, the FDA doesn't regulate uh, cosmetics except to require you to label your products in a way that is not um, claiming any physiological benefits uh, or your product can't cause any physiological 
effects on people. Um, so, yeah, so I'm going to stop reading right there because uh, I'm getting distracted. So the, um, so what's going on is, uh, these dry shampoo, you know what I mean? Uh, I guess, you know, dry shampoo, I've, I've heard of dry shampoo in the powder form. So this doesn't affect the ones that are in the powder form. These are ones that are in aerosol cans. And we've already spoke about air pollution and aerosol cans are no good. Like, you know, using products that come in aerosol cans usually is aerosol, O-L at the bottom, aerosol is like um, basically saying an atomized alcohol. I, that's how I'm, you like if I break down the word, all, that's the alcohol. Aero, that's, you know, of course, in the air. So, so um, we're talking about atomized alcohols and you're breathing those in. I mean, almost anything atomized is not good to breathe in. Like we don't want to breathe in anything that's, you know, I mean, we breathe in dust and that's, that's not, that's no good. But there's so many other chemicals in the air that we breathe in. There's certain chemicals that you shouldn't be breathing in. I mean, even oils, come on now. Like, you know, you don't atomize an oil and breathe it in. Um, that's not safe either. Like almost anything in nature. The only thing that's really atomized is dust and water vapor. You know, water vapor you can breathe in. And water vapor, of course, contains sometimes pathogens. Sometimes pathogens are airborne and stuff like that. But, like, in nature, you don't, you can't really get oil from anything. We have to cold press and do all kind of processes to things to get the oil out of things. So, um, chemicals really shouldn't be atomized and inhaled. Um, you know, so, uh, you know not going too far into it i guess but um aerosols aerosol cans aerosol sprays whether it's lysol in your house or any of these other products that you you know you want to spray i mean like a you know like we have you know yeah i don't even want to talk about that but the um the um you know you try to stay away from the aerosols get something that you can put in your hand and put in your hair and put it on your body i mean listen to this like even um certain uh for instance the um you're i don't know if you're you know if if, if anyone's recalling uh, when it came to the ferguson and jackson mississippi uh water contamination uh they told people um close your mouth when you take a bath when you're taking a bath, close your mouth. And it's not necessarily due to the con the contaminants getting into their mouth and, you know, causing them to have a gastric or, you know, not drinking the water. They, they definitely tell you not to drink the water. But when, they, when you're taking a bath, um, the water becomes atomized. The water becomes basically like an aerosol, you know. The, the water spraying out of the, the, the hole, out of the shower and, and evaporating and all that. You're breathing that in, so... You could be breathing in, you know, contaminants, just like if you were spraying out a can. So, it's um, inhaling things uh, is not necessarily good. It's nothing to freak out about. We can't freak out about anything. We get, we can't be stressed and raise our cortisol levels um, unnecessarily, um, especially if there's nothing you can do about it. So you just control yourself. But the um, the um, the um. Yeah, the, the, the danger might be real. And then in the case of dry shampoo, uh, you know, I'm not really for dry shampoo. It's a powder. 
it's a powder it's a chemical it's a powdered chemical and and um, you know if you're putting it in your hair and you got powder all over the place whether it's talcum powder or it's dry shampoo powder um it's gonna get all over the place you're gonna breathe in some of it so you know it's like flour you know what i mean so some of it is gonna some of it is gonna be inhaled unfortunately um so i'm not really for the whole dry shampoo um thing i mean i understand if you want to be environmental and save water yes it's a good idea um uh, you know i'm i may be also biased because my hairstyle uh i keep my hair short at a number two guard on the clippers um but it, it, it would be of no use to me it's useless to me and it's useless in my um you know someone with long hair now someone with long hair um that wants to get their hair cleaned um i guess it will work um i think with the dry shampoo though you still gotta wipe it out after you after you put the dust put the powder in your hair you gotta still like you know use your towel and get it out but i'm not sure but anyhow that's just to let you know what's going on with the aerosol related dry shampoos this does not apply to the powdered dry shampoos and i definitely need to educate myself more about that um educate myself more about um dry shampoo and uh thanks for listening